Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, one of the things we've been trying to do over the last few months is get behind the COVID figures, you know, which can come out day after day and number of cases and, and all of that uh, and can become unfortunately, maybe not quite right now, but certainly at times when we're not at the level of crisis point, we are now a bit wallpaperish. And uh, we have chatted to Magella Irwin um, a couple of times on the show. Um, she unfortunately um, got COVID-19 and her daughter, Olivia Conway, is with us now. Uh, good morning to you, Olivia. Morning, Joe. Now, uh, I think your mum, is she back in hospital? Yeah, um, I had to ring her an ambulance um, Monday. Really? Yeah, this is the second admission now in the last um, seven weeks. So the last time we had to ring her an ambulance, um, it turned out she had pneumonia again. This That would have been her third bout of pneumonia since she came out of hospital um, and she had a blood clot in the lung. Um so one day, again, I phoned the GP um, who advised me to ring her an ambulance. Um, she'd been asleep since Friday, kind of just waking five or ten minutes at a time. Um, that was it, basically. So she was in the regional, but they transferred her to St. John's last night. Um, so again, another lung infection. Um, we don't know too much at the moment until they've seen her um, better. So. Okay, well, I'm very sorry to hear that for a start. And, and I know from yeah. chatting to um, Magella on the show over the last few months uh, that uh, COVID-19 and its aftermath have been very difficult for her. Oh, definitely. It's been horrendous. Um, God love her. She's she's suffering an awful lot every day, you know. So. Um, and, and this goes back, was it April, May time? Yeah, it was the end of April. Um We'd call her an ambulance on the 27th of April and she tested positive on the 28th of April. And I remember, I remember being on the phone to her um, that evening. I think 56 people had died the same day, stuck in my head. And we were on FaceTime and I said, don't be one of them people now, ma'am, you know. And we were laughing and joking about it. And we said her good night and I love you. And I stayed up kind of most of the night anxious. Um... And I phoned the the ward um, the following morning just to see how she was. Um, And the nurse put me on hold. And she came back on to me a few minutes later then to tell me that she was actually gone to intensive care. So I kind of, from then on in, I was numb, you know. I know, yeah. I kept thinking, this Boris Johnson can do it, my mother can do it, you know. Um, But from there on in, we just prayed. Um, Every phone call... We, we made to ICU, the nurses were fantastic. Um, you know, they were giving us the information. She got pneumonia, collapsed lung. Um, it was all bad news, like, and they couldn't get her temperature down, you know. So we just kind of, um, one of the girls in Syria with the army, and she got a mass fed over there. Um, I lit candles in knock online and um, lured everything that I could do online. I did, and I went down to Kieran in St. John's Church, and he brought me into the shop, and we bought everything St. Anthony, because my mother loved St. Anthony, so all we could do after that was, was pray, you know. And the thing is, Olivia, um, your mum's a battler, because she she did come through that 
initial phase, but it certainly hasn't been the end of her COVID story. No, no, definitely not. Definitely not. She's um, she's very restricted now. Like she's on oxygen for sixteen hours a day. So there's days there where she feels like a burden, um, and obviously she can't. Like even a woman of her age should be able to get up and go to Dunn's to do her shopping and things, but. She's she's not able, you know. She's constantly tired, and um, it's it's horrific to watch, you know. And so it's a lonesome time for her. I believe it, yeah. And what do you think then of people, even in Limerick, who are COVID deniers or say uh, it's just a cold? It just maddens me, Joe. To be honest, um, I've seen people like that have tested positive that have just said, Asher, look, it's only, not as bad, it's only a head cold. Kind of flu-like symptoms. I was fine after a few days. You know, it's that's not the same for everyone. You know, so, and I think people, even if they have tested positive, need to realise that it's not going to be like that for everyone, you know. Because um, my dad had it at the same time as my mother as well. Um, and he, um, he literally had a bit of a cough, like he got thicker. For a couple of weeks, um, I gave him down bronchostop, paracetamol, um, vitamin C, everything I Um But he still can't really smell, you know. Um, His smell is so, still affected. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he can smell a bit better than what he could, but it's not fully back, you know. Um, and, 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 and your sense of things now, you know, that, that we're in this crisis again and we're hearing about the rising numbers, including in intensive care. Do you know what, Joe? I actually, when my mother was taken into ICU, I couldn't um, watch the news or the numbers anymore because my mother wasn't just a number. Um, that was my mother. And I look at the numbers in ICU now and I'm thinking that 70-odd families now that are in the position I was in last April and it's a horrible a horrible place to be because um, you can't see them there's nothing you can do to help and you feel absolutely useless yeah. you know and you're yeah. dependent on a phone basically um, to ring to see how, how she is and understanding that the nurses are busy and they can't really you know um you don't want to be putting them under pressure by ringing all the time either. So we kind of set up a schedule between myself and my dad and my brother um, of what time, who was going to ring, you know. Um, so it was it was pretty full on. And I know my mother got over. She doesn't remember a huge amount of it with her oxygen levels being that low. Um, but, by God, we remember it. I know, I know. You know, something um, that'll haunt us, I, I think. Absolutely, Olivia. I mean... Are the next few days then important for your mother? In in what sense? In sense that she's in the hospital still. I mean, the, 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 you know, the whole thing of having to deal with the consequences of this one way or the other. Yeah, well, I mean, my mother's absolutely terrified um, to go to the hospital. Though. That's why she kind of she gets sick and she and it takes us a few days to act because she's just refusing point blank to go out there because she's so terrified to leave the house. Um... So it it does kind of the next few days for her, I suppose. She's in a ward now and there's four people in the ward, but I'm nervous for her because she's not on her own. Yeah. You know, um, in her own ward. So I don't know, can she pick it up again? 
have people with COVID, um, can they get this new strain? <laughs> I, like, and, then, and then there so is the vaccine questions. as well and the vaccination programme being rolled out. Yeah, um, and that's great. And I'll definitely take it um, when it's my turn to and my kids also. Um, my mother has, anytime she gets the flu vaccination, she actually gets pneumonia from it. Um, but I'm trying to explain to her that it's not a live vaccine, to you know, because um, she's frightened because she she wouldn't she wouldn't fight it, you know. So to be, to be honest, she's she's frightened of everything, yeah, you know. I know. And, I can understand that. People, but our GP, like our GP, has been fantastic throughout it all. Um, Sam Kennedy, he's he's he kept contact. Even my mother was in ICU. Mm. Um, he drank to see how she was, and I'd ring him for reassurance. You know, kind of saying they rang me to, to her lung is deflated. What does that mean? And he'd explain it a bit better to me. Um, just a bit of reassurance, you know. But yeah, um, I, well, well uh, John has been in touch and says, uh, Joe, I was diagnosed with COVID a few days ago. Um, I actually contracted it over Christmas, and the loss of taste and smell is unbelievable. So much so, it needs to be experienced to believe. He says he's hoping he won't get worse, but he's in a room at home on his own. Uh, the whole time listening and online food is dropped to the bedroom door for him and he has an ensuite so he uses that bathroom very very real side to this that people don't think of uh, John says he's 40 himself and he wants to wish Olivia and Magella and the family all the best uh, so sad to hear her story what's your message then to people listening this morning about where we are right now and what we should do I think at this stage you know, people haven't um having to drill into their heads what we should and shouldn't do, um, then there's definitely something wrong, you know. If we just follow the advice of the medical professionals, then hopefully soon enough we'll get where we need to be and things can go back to normal and people like my mother can feel safe to to go out and about. Um, so fingers crossed. Yeah. Well, listen, Olivia, will you wish Magella the very best from us? Um, it's uh, in, despite the circumstances it's been good to chat with her over the last few months I think she's done a, a really important public service as well talking about it it's, it's great that people do that and you too Olivia Conway um, thank you very much for talking to us and, and the very best of luck no problem Joe thanks a million that's uh, Olivia there talking about uh, her mum Magella Irwin call Limerick today now on 46 19 95